this is a new project that we're undertaking, right, Chris? Right, right. So today is the very first time that we're using the brand new uh, podcast situation that we've got here at uh, MWR Marketing Headquarters. Yeah, we're really excited. We um, This is a new endeavor. Uh, if, if you've been around a while, we not last year because last year was bad. Uh, we used to do a program called On the Radar, and we've transformed that room into a podcast room. And this is something new that we're going to kick off, and uh, we're pretty excited about it. So we're kind of designing the room. So this go-around, we're just going to go audio only, right? Right, right. So uh, we are waiting on some decorations to kind of seal the whole deal for the room. Uh, so today... What you're seeing on screen is just this really cool graphic made by one of our graphic designers. And uh, in future episodes and content, we're going to have some really cool video stuff to go along with this uh, audio podcast situation. Right. So what we wanted to do is give this a shot, try it out, um, see how it sounds. But the real goal of this conversation that we're going to have is uh, something like good news stories. Um, last year, when we were in the middle of the pandemic, I stumbled upon this Facebook program, or, well, I saw it on Facebook, and it was by that guy from the office, what's his last John name? John Krasinski? Krasinski, yeah, something yeah, like that. something like that. And it's called Some Good News, and it was in, you know, it was in the heat of everything being completely miserable, and he came out with this program that just talks about good stuff because there was a ton of bad stuff that was just floating around everybody and he wanted to start pulling out the good stuff from uh, things that people were doing because it's not all bad and it wasn't all bad last year. So um, we're, we're moving into this new year. Here we are, what's today, February 17th? Yes. 17th. <laughs> um, and there's some good stuff coming and you might not have heard a lot of it yet, but that's kind of what this program is going to be about and this one that we're kicking off. Um, we're going to continue to do something like this, uh, this particular topic, um, because there's always good stuff to talk about. Uh, and then we'll also be doing other podcasts and allowing other entities on Fort Bliss to come on in and have some discussions because we think that this is just a good format. People tend to have conversations together, and I personally would prefer to hear that than to be talked to. Chris is a big podcast guy, so he's pretty experienced with this stuff. Well, I'm experienced in listening to him, so this is the first one that I'm, I'm being a part of kind of creating here. So let's, let's go around uh, the table here and just introduce ourselves real quick. So I'm Chris Bone, and I work for Fort Bliss MWR Marketing. And... Uh, I'm oh. Michelle Warnicky, and I am also with the marketing office. All right. And Marlo Brestar, and I'm also with the marketing office. All right, cool. So we're the three people from the marketing and special events team, um, and we've been together for a while, right? I mean, I'm 10 years in, and... 13. Yeah, yeah, 13. 13 year uh, employee of uh, MWR here. So uh, back to what we were saying before, though, you were saying that uh, his show, Jim from The Office. Right. right. Yes. Yeah. So his show just talks about uh, the good things. And so as we go through our lives on a day to day basis, it's real easy to remember or to the things that stick in your head at the end of the day oftentimes are the bad things. Right. And so right. those start to accumulate and pile up. And then you look at the year like 2020 in retrospect and you think, 
good Lord, there's just so much bad stuff that happened that year, you know, but if you look closer, there's a whole lot of other good things that, that happened. Uh, but you do have to kind of hunt for the good stuff, as uh, ACS would say. Yeah, you do. And, you know, as we moved through last year, it just felt so foreboding. You know, we had all the stuff on the calendar, and we could literally just see into the future it all coming down and getting shut shut down. And it was it was a sad year for us because we love putting on events and programs for families we love seeing smiling faces. We love kids running around Biggs Park. This is just what we do, and it all stopped. And um, so it was a sad year for us. But we've moved into 2021, and we see a lot of great stuff coming up in the future. And we just want to kind of throw some good news out to you because it's coming. It might not be coming tomorrow. But we are planning for it, and um, you know we have some some updates that are new, and they're coming real quick. And we just kind of wanted to have a discussion on some good stuff. Excellent. Agreed. All right. Yeah. So uh, let's get to some of those things. So, um, like you said, a lot of these things aren't happening right now. But uh, talk to us about some of the things that are happening in the the near future. Then maybe. So we have some announcements about some of our business operations that are about to go into effect in the next couple of weeks that we wanted to let everybody know. Um, I know that the current order we have in place, I believe, right, soldiers are supposed to stay on post for dining, I that think. That was the last update, yes. Right, yes. so I know you have the, the locations at Freedom Crossing and some other uh, places to dine in. Uh, but the MWR facilities were not open at the 25% capacity, but that is about to change. Um, so we have uh, Centennial Lunch will be uh, starting soon. Um, and then Warrior Zone will begin offering in-house dining, as will uh, the Golden Tea at Underwood. So those are some big ones. Another big one I think people are really going to enjoy is that the Sam Adams Pub will be opening for in-house dining. Oh, awesome. Which is a good one because it's in the evening, um, and it's right next to the hotel. Uh, it's Candlewood, right? Candlewood Correct. Hotel. Um, and I know they have a full house over there, so it'll be nice for them to have some place within walking distance to go over there. And I know Marlo was talking about maybe bringing some programming back to the pub. Yeah, opening that up, open some opportunities for things such as Yappy Hour and other things that we can do safely outside. So now, that's now, exciting. Describe to anybody who might be listening that doesn't know what that is, uh, what is Yappy Hour? Uh, yappy Hour is when you bring your four-legged furry family members out um, for just an evening of fun and we have games and they have drink specials and food specials and it usually lasts a couple hours and it's just kind of a nice way to get together with your dogs and you can win some cool prizes and eat some good food and hang out. Yeah, so the, some of those chefs from the Centennial have been known to cook up uh, some specially crafted dog treats as well. They do. There is When you attend, there is free dog treats for your, our pets, um, and it's just a good, fun time. Super cool. Yeah. Super cool. So uh, that that's the uh, Sam Adams Pub, which should be opening along with the Centennial, uh, the Warrior Zone Indoor Dining, and... Golden you, tea. The golden yep. tea. Ooh, right. awesome. 
Yes. All right, so that's that's on the horizon. Do we have a specific date for that, or are we just waiting for the ball to drop on that? I believe that a couple of them are opening maybe this weekend. I'm not sure exactly what the dates are, but it's. I would say in the next two weeks you're going to see all of Perfect. those start to reopen. Excellent. So big news on the horizon. Yes. A okay, um, couple other big news items is they're relooking the hours of operation for Desert Strike Lanes. Right now they do sessions, and I think the something that's on the table is per, perhaps just open hours so no longer be the two-hour blocks which I think will help our patrons you know you you can go when you can go and if your time period involved one of those sanita sanitization breaks yeah you're sort of just out of luck yeah for using the facility so now you're saying they're probably just gonna have some open hours of operation right with the overall reduced capacity I would assume yes uh, still in place but now on the horizon we're talking right. about just opening it up so that people can come in at whatever time during those hours. I during believe, hours, I believe yeah. the hours are limited right now, but they're also going to relook that to be open more yes. days and more hours. And so does that also mean that indoor dining is available uh, at the Desert Strike Lanes and will continue to be? Yes, yeah. and the lounge as well. So um, those are those are some pretty awesome things. Um, the, the other thing, too, is that golf is about to be open to two people per golf cart which has kind of been a struggle struggle for underwood because if you're only allowed to put one person in the cart then you're basically cutting your cart supply in half yeah. because you can't have two riders in a cart so that's another big one that we're pretty excited about because they like golf's been very busy i mean aside from this past weekend we've had like unseasonably warm temperatures so things have been going great at golf but you only have so many carts and when you can only put two bodies in a cart yeah that, or one body <laughs> in a cart sorry that you know then you're hurting even less carts overall for the patrons so. you will still have to wear masks oh but yeah it's a step in the right direction yes absolutely all the same uh like covid mitigating strategies will be in place you have to wear your mask um you observe the six feet so uh social distancing um the, the food establishments are going to maintain the four people per table, but they will make exceptions if you come in and you have four kids and a husband and wife or whatever. Little kids will get to sit with their families. That's just the right thing to do because they're already living together, right? Right, so, right, right. Um, so it, there, but we are going to be very safe, uh, and it'll be another opportunity for soldiers and their families, another place for them to come and eat and enjoy something different. So we're, we're really happy to see that for our patrons. And you know what, we're happy to see it for our employees because we all are ready to get back to work, doing our thing, taking care of soldiers and families. And it may seem like baby steps, but this is how we get to the big picture, right? That's exactly a little right. one step at a time. Exactly. So that's some good news Excellent. within MWR. Excellent. We're Great very news. excited about. Yes. Um, and uh, so talking about Centennial, uh, we really haven't had any events. We haven't really been able to have any events. Um, but our first real event uh, is coming up on March 20th, and it's called Pot of Gold Drive-In Bingo. Ooh. Yeah, so this is something that, I don't know, how many years are we? We're three or four years we've been doing Pot of Gold Bingo, but obviously this year the bingo hall is not open. Right. So we were trying to figure out a way to still have this event, and, and um, Tabitha over at the Centennial came up with this great idea to do drive-in bingo, and I think it's going to be fun. You, we're limiting it to 30 cars, 
But if you have, you know, your husband and wife or you and your friend, um, we're not limiting the occupants in the car aside from everybody has to be 18 and older. Right. Um, there won't be electronic machines. We're only this first go around. We're only doing paper bingo cards. And that's that's just a, a, a way to simplify things for our first go around. Right. It is, and not you know the paper bingo cards can be thrown away. It's not like they all have to be sanitized and things like that. So right. we're we're trying to simplify this first one to see how it goes. And um, the intent is to do more of them in the month of April, perhaps maybe a family one we've been discussing right. because April is month of the military child. Um, that would obviously be for prizes, though, not cash. But I think the pot of gold one's going to be super fun. Like, you can get together with a group of your friends or your family. You honk the horn if you yeah. get a yeah, bingo. I was, I was thinking that. So that yeah. instead yeah. of having to yell bingo out the window, right. we were talking about it, too. And if somebody honks their horn, uh, it, it may be difficult to uh, figure out just which car honked their horn just now. But the important thing is that the game stops. Correct. Right, and uh, at that point, and then we can identify Maybe whoever it was that honked the. Maybe we'll get have that all figured out. Pom also, pom or something. We need to say that the grand prize for that one, the big game, pays a thousand dollars. A thousand gold coins is, I think, the plan. Yeah, as long that's as we can wow. get them because of the coin shortage. <laughs> but well, yeah, the, the plan's <laughs> the second we have coins, right? But Correct. the uh, but the plan B, I assume, will just be called hard cash. It uh, is thousand dollars. Exactly. Either way, you're getting a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars cash. <laughs> so that's exciting. Excellent. Yeah, that should be fun. The games will the winning. I think it's ten. Is it ten games? I'm I think not, it, I'm pretty not sure. sure it's ten games. Um, and the games aside from the jackpot are 50 and $100 games. Um, our plan is to have our food truck out there so you can buy food and eat food in your car. Um, but yeah, I think we're going to try it a couple more times in April as long as we're, we're able to um, technically figure it out. Yeah. Um, with the goal of, of getting back to purse bingo on May 1st, yep. which Ooh, a lot of people know what purse bingo is. We did it in October very successfully. So we're hoping that we do a couple of few bingos in the parking lot and then we celebrate May 1st, move it inside with designer handbag bingo. Oh, that sounds, that sounds awesome. I know there's a lot of people out there in, in uh, Facebook land in our audience that are just chomping at the bit for the opportunity to get their hands on some of those uh, designer handbags. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a fun I, event. Too. I don't know what's more fun is, um, is it the event or is it the shopping for the purses? Uh, <laughs> we, we have some, some, I of won't say. <laughs> some of us here in the office, um, we're working hard over at the outlet. <laughs> working hard, yes. Shopping oh. for purses. Yep, yep. Over at the outlet shops, yeah. uh, carrying our big time we bags. We strategically well, pick those purses. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. It's exhausting. Uh, oh, I imagine it, it must it be. Is. We it are, must be. It is rough. Yeah, thoroughly exhausting. So <laughs> you mentioned March 20th, and that's going to be the, uh, the parking lot bingo, right? Yes. So that is almost a year to the day of the the first event that had to be canceled you're because right. of COVID-19. Oh my gosh, you're yeah. right. right. Yeah, we were on the cusp of St. Patty's Day 0.5K fun run and that at was Freedom March Crossing. 17th of 2020, right? It was I think something so. like that. Yeah, it was that Saturday. St. Patty's, yeah. yeah. And we were couple it was literally two days beforehand and we had to pull the plug on all of that stuff so 
And that's that's been just as jarring and shocking to us as a marketing department as it has been, I'm sure, to our customers, you know, oh, yeah. not being able to get out and about and do things. I mean, yeah, it's been a huge adjustment. So um, we've got an event coming up March 20th. Uh, that sounds great. So what else do we have uh, going on? Well, one of the things I wanted to talk about was um, uh, what I want our our families to understand is we're not just sitting back saying, oh, well, hopefully something can happen in the future. We have a full calendar ready to go, just waiting for the climate to improve and the permissions to be given. We literally have programming every single month ready to go. We're, we have an awesome plan in place for Easter. Uh, last year, the best we got for Easter was the Easter Bunny driving around. That was all we, can, we could get past. Um, we have a plan for Easter. We've got a kite fest in the books for April, um, mil- month of the military spouse. Uh, so we're ready. We're literally ready to just move on and a we bunch can, of events. We can say with almost certainty that something's going to happen because yes. we have a plan, kind of best case scenario, worst case scenario. Yes. Probably we're going to do something in between. But um, I mean, just be on the lookout because something is going to happen almost every month starting probably after bingo, after yeah. the pot of gold. So no, that you brought up a really good point though is, is that we've been so hard at work not only developing what we think are like the outstanding plans for these uh, events that kind of bring us back to the level we were before COVID happened, but just in case that one, uh, that idea gets uh, nixed because of mitigating circumstances Correct. or whatever, we've also got a plan B, which we've you know cooked up for each and every one of these events just in yeah. case uh, you know more right. mitigating stuff so has to happen. It might not be what we want, but it's something, and it again puts us in the right direction to get to yes. where we want to be. Hundred percent. So working hard behind the scenes behind to get the these scenes. events to happen. Yeah, one of the things that's really important for us in the early spring is getting contracts under the way, underway because there's certain things that we have to contract uh, well in advance because they cost more. And uh, we're moving out on those things. We're moving out on the contract for the fireworks for the 4th of July. Um, we're moving out on the contract for our talent for Oktoberfest. I don't know. I know there's probably some people that were here in 2019 for our Oktoberfest events not to be missed. And we really feel like late September is going to be golden for um, accomplishing that event. So we're hoping. We're hoping. Oh, yeah. So, I'm very um, hopeful. Yeah. And, and the, the major point there is that we are behaving as though uh, we are going to be notified, hopefully sometime in the very near future, that things can start to inch their way back toward normal. Um, yes, and so whatever then, that is. Yeah. Right. And safely with whatever yes. precautions we need to take. I mean, we want to do it safe, but we, we want to do stuff. Right. Wanna yeah, that's that's what most people want. They de- they want to do stuff. And yeah. uh, Oktoberfest is one of those uh, those big sort of signature events. So even if there is a capacity limit or whatever the mitigating uh, s- situation is there, definitely going to need a band. Right. right? Oh, You're yeah. Definitely, uh, and we have a great band. I don't know if we, anybody's been yeah. to the last couple, but we, we have, have a awesome very band. <laughs> great <laughs> Oktoberfest is one of those things. If where Michelle can remember. Yeah. And one of the <laughs> things that is great about Oktoberfest is like Vegas, right? What happens at Oktoberfest stays <laughs> at Oktoberfest. <laughs> Except for Family Day on Sunday, which is open to all ages. 
Friday and Saturday night is strictly 18 and older. Yeah, it's just grown-ups having a good old time yes. at the park. Yeah. Uh, dancing uh, Acting like silly the fool. people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the tables, even though they're not it's, supposed to. Yeah. Well, you know, things things occur sometimes. But uh, it's always a good time for sure. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, we're working on contracts. So what else have we got in the good news department? Um, well, you know what else? Let's give a huge shout-out to our friends at William Beaumont. Um, I think everybody is in the process, everyone that wants to, is in the process of taking advantage of being vaccinated um, by our very own hospital. And they are kicking butt, in my opinion. Um, You know, we here in the office have decided that it was important for us to get vaccinated because we know that it's one, for us, it's one step closer to feeling comfortable to bring our families back out together. So... Boma, I, I applaud you. You're doing an amazing job. It's not easy. I know the, the ports, you know, the city, it's hard. And we just had this huge snowstorm. And I know all these people are experiencing these troubles. But um, no doubt, uh, William Boma and the team at William Boma is doing a, an amazing job just moving through the categories and getting people that really need the vaccine, giving them an opportunity to get vaccinated. And so... We from MWR, especially here in marketing, we just want to give them a shout out and say thank you. We appreciate everything that you're doing. 100% agree. And I just want to say too that their uh, their online appointment system was, you know, from from the standpoint of a customer using that, it has been just uh, a, a sort of a blessing. It's just been great. It, there was no issue whatsoever using that appointment system. No, and not so at all. I wish more uh, things could go that smoothly. Yeah, um, no, you know. they, they did an amazing job in a in a completely unique situation, and they're just knocking it out of the park. I know we walked through Stout Gym today. That's about to be open as a vaccination site for family members, um, and they've got it all set up. I mean, there were soldiers in there, and they were just killing it. And I was like, you know, this is an impressive thing to see. So makes you proud to work for the Army here at Fort Bliss because everybody's coming together to make sure that everybody is safe and um you know if you want the vaccine you have an opportunity to get it right awesome yeah so this good news there's good stuff happening giant good news so uh one more uh group of folks that i think we'd be remiss if we didn't just mention and uh and give a shout out to is the sponsors that have enabled us to do the stuff that we've been able to do uh since this pandemic began the ones that have kind of stuck by us no matter what our plan was going to be Yes. You know, uh, <laughs> and, yeah. and what it evolved into, you know, sometimes it's it was far from what they had signed on to originally, yeah. but they have uh, they have demonstrated their commitment to soldiers and families, um, you know, by by staying the course with us. And well, we some, really appreciate that. Yeah. Sometimes they got nothing. Yeah, they literally got nothing and they let us keep the money that they had they given did. to us. Or they reached out and said, you know, what can we do? We had, um, I mean, I can name, I'm obviously not going to remember them all, but USA was, as always, a huge supporter. Yeah, they basically USA, said, yeah. the Keep money the that money. we gave you, use it where it's needed. And they went to some quarantine soldiers. Uh, Boingo yeah. came in and did some great stuff for yes. some quarantine soldiers and free holiday meals for um, our boss soldiers. Yep. And then we had a lot of local ones too, EP Dentistry and Western Tech and Phoenix Truck Driving that 
you know, really stepped up and was like, where can we help? So although it wasn't what they wanted, um, they stuck by us. So that was super important because without their funding and support, a lot of things couldn't take place. Yeah, well, like the like the Halloween event that we uh, yes. were able to, to kind of pull off, the fireworks. The fireworks is huge. I mean, you know, most most people would never realize that a fireworks display costs anywhere from ten to $15,000 every 4th of July. And uh, we were not going to have an event last year, like period. And um, you, you know, U USAA trades us the ability to be at our events and talks to sol talk to soldiers and their families. There was not going to be an event, and they said, "You keep that money and you do fireworks for soldiers and yep. families of Fort Bliss," and um, and that's what we did. And and you know, there weren't many fireworks last year. And I that mean, was the only way we were able to do it. Normally, we can come up with the funding some other way, but that was one event where they said the stipulation was unless this is funded by a third party. Yes. You know, yeah. we're just not going to be able to spend it because of the uncertain fiscal reality exactly. that we're facing. Right. Yeah. We so weren't they making any saved, money. They kind of saved the day they the, saved the day because although there wasn't an event the fireworks were amazing we did the glow giveaway which was fun for the yeah. families sure, yeah. and yeah it was great and these have been these have been you know things that that we've been able to do for the community uh, at large since the pandemic began and it's you know in no small part at all due to the generosity and uh, partnership that we have developed over the years with all of these amazing sponsors so big shout out to those guys yeah. for sticking yes, by us totally and, uh, and helping out um, yeah, so uh, bottom line up front is good news. There's good just stuff good is news. happening. Yeah. It is. And Watch our Facebook page yes. if you have social media. We do a lot of impromptu giveaways. You get a gift card. You yeah, get a gift card. Yeah, we like card. to give away stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we do, though. I mean, you know what? Honestly, I, I'm telling you, the the group here just believes in what we're doing. And I love giving away stuff. I mean, that might not be the best thing to do all the time <laughs> but um it's the best it is and uh, some of that money comes from sponsors as yes. well so yeah. but yeah we do we like to do we have some fun things coming up too probably some scavenger hunts mm -hmm. and some more facebook context contests we have um a few gift cards left and yeah we, like she said we like to give those away so yeah we were supposed to give away one gift card for the snow day how many gift cards did uh, we give like 10 I yeah think. yeah <laughs> we were like yeah like she said we were making it rain gift cards all That's over the sort of a snowballing effect <laughs> yeah. yeah well everybody looked awesome yeah. they took advantage of something we don't get very often and um they were kind enough to share their fun photos with us so we wanted to share back with them well Excellent, excellent. And they're sharing their good news with us. And yeah. now today we're sharing the good news with them. So yes. Um, yes. again, be on the lookout in the coming uh, couple of weeks, uh, hopefully a couple of days, but uh, more likely probably a couple of weeks uh, for the reopening at a reduced capacity of some MWR key facilities for dining like Centennial, the Sam Adams Pub, which may be hosting a yappy hour here yep, pretty soon, we'll soon. see. Yep. Um, as well as Desert Strike Lanes, the Golden Tea, and the Warrior Zone, uh, right. opening back up for indoor dining and face-to-face -face, uh, stuff. So that is huge good news. It is good news, yep, and yep. that's what I think everybody needs. So hope hopefully we'll be back um, with more good news uh, soon, um, but just just know that behind the scenes, we are ready to come back to our soldiers and families and bring some great programming. Yes, and we have some great things planned. So. Yes. All right, cool deal. So thanks, guys, very much for tuning in. Yeah. And uh, 
And yeah, be on the lookout for more episodes of Talk Just Like This about good news and good things that are happening around Fort Bliss and in the El Paso area regarding soldiers, families, and civilians. So yes. Yep. So uh, thanks for tuning in, guys, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks.